Building a high-performing real estate team and a high-functioning real estate team has been easily one of the more challenging things I've done in business. And so it's this leading, managing, and holding people accountable. I feel like I've failed more than anyone else I know in this area. So in today's video, I just wanna break down some of the things that I've done really well and most of the failures that I've had. And just to be open and honest with you about my journey in leadership and management when it comes to building a high-performing real estate team. If you're at the point in your journey where you're struggling and you just think there's a different way and you don't quite know how to get there. I wrote a whole book on the good, bad, and ugly about my journey in business building specifically as it relates to my real estate team. And I'll show you later in the video how to grab a copy of that resource. If you like the content, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, turn on your notifications and make sure you comment on the video so we can interact and constructively push each other back and forth and challenge each other to be better in our businesses. You know, it's not easy for me to think about all the failures I've had in the area of people in my business. And some of the memories and uh, the things I've done wrong, you know, are, they're not easy to talk about. And the only reason I'm willing to do it is to allow your journey in leadership and management and building a high performing sales team to, to maybe help your journey just be a little bit easier. You know, when I think of one of our members who has had uh, got through the pain to get to the good part of business ownership, it's AJ and Crystal Johnson out of, out of the DC area. You know, when I met them and where they were at in their journey, they had surrounded themselves with a team that they weren't really excited about serving. The core value, the core values of that team was they were not in alignment. And so it's not often, but we had to really look at every one of their team members and there, were, there wasn't anyone that could continue on with their team. And they had done, I think, $26 million that year with a team of like four agents and one administrator. And the only person that made the cut was the administrator. And so they were willing to let go of the entire team because they know they knew that they had built it the wrong way. And so I don't want that to be the case for you if you have a team. Hopefully some of the things I'm gonna cover are true of your team. And if you're starting along this journey, hopefully these mistakes are not ones that you'll have to make. And in my journey, you know, when I look at the failures of leadership and bringing on people that maybe weren't the right fit for what I wanted in my real estate business, you know, the motivation is to build a business that acts like one, a business that gives you a little bit of freedom, a business that detaches you from parts of it, maybe that you're not good of it, that maybe that you're not good at, or that don't pay you a lot of money. And so we're constantly looking at the business and looking at the things that we can get out of in the business. And so when it comes to building a high-performing team, there's a handful of things that I wanna challenge you to look at. So let's dig into those. So the first thing we have to talk about is that you must be clear on the culture. And what I mean by culture is that surrounding yourself with people that you actually want to serve. You know, the mistake I made and the mistake that Crystal and AJ made early in their journey was they let people into their world that weren't defined by their core values. And you know, this sort of positive attitude, this hustle and being able to work hard and show up in the business and embrace accountability and discipline, those were things that were near and dear to 
me and my journey and what it took to be a successful real estate agent and what I was looking for with agents on my team. And a lot of times I let people into my world that really didn't adhere to those same values. And as a result, I had resentment in helping them achieve their goals. So that was number one is that I had to get really clear on our core values and be willing to release someone back into the real estate market that didn't fit my core values. The second thing we really need to be clear on is that we need to be clear on the expectations for being on our team and to not mince words in terms of what's expected of your administrative staff and your salespeople. You know, a lot of times we shy away from just being really clear and transparent about these are the rules of engagement. If you want a position on this team, if you want the shot at making a multiple six figure income without the risk of any overhead, you know, on our real estate team, you have to be able to do real estate the way that we see fit. And so it's leaning into, you know, this uh, structure that we've created and not allow agents to come into your world and not treat your leads the way you want them to be treated and not practice real estate the way that you deem the right way to practice real estate. So you're building a, a business that does real estate a certain way. And if you're not clear on expectations with a new team member, you'll have a loose collection of people and you'll have to work even harder than you did before you built the business, which defeats the, the purpose altogether. And so we don't wanna do that. The third thing to consider is something that really I have regrets around the way I did it when I was growing my business. It was, and it is, to be clear on who is serving whom if that's the right way to say it, if my grammar is correct. You know, it's this concept of, are you really serving the people that come onto your team? Yeah, there are clear expectations and they have to fit into your core values. Are you really clear that you're there to serve them? You know, most of my early years building my business, it was really a selfish way that I went about it. I was building a business where they were serving me. They were making my life easier. And it wasn't, you know, looking back, I wasn't viewing people as having their own goals. I was viewing them as a means to my end. And that is really hard to say, you know, and I just say that so you can learn earlier on. When I made that shift in my real estate team and in this real estate B-School business, you know, folks want to fight even harder for your mission. They want to build your business with even more passion and more enthusiasm when you're there fighting for them and when you're willing to fight with them. So be really clear on you know, getting the right people with the right core values, being clear on expectations, and then be willing to fight for them and to know what's important to them so that you can help them achieve their goals, right? They're, they're coming into your world viewing your business, the system of systems that you've built this is their vehicle to achieve their, their selfish desires. And that's just the way that it is. You know, they've sort of admitted that doing real estate as a solo agent is hard and they want to do it with you and they're willing to play by your rules and you have to be willing to, you know, uh, serve them and be a servant and, and apply your leadership in a way where it's of service, not being served. And uh, I've had some harsh realities and some tough conversations with folks that sort of, 
you know, really called me out on the way that I was treating them in my early days in, in leading and managing folks, which not proud to admit. And at the same time, I feel like if you have a heart of service, your journey will be a whole lot easier. And I'll add this, and this is sort of bonus advice, is that you have to be clear with your team members what they need to do every day to succeed. Think of how hard it is. You know, I've, I've shared in other videos and other content where we have to be diligent ourselves in this vision and this plan and, and intensity around our time and taking inventory of where we spend our time and, and just being honest with ourselves with some of that. You need to apply that same discipline to your team members and give them the framework and the, the construct to be able to win in your world, right? If you're doing a time study and you're willing to look at your time, they need to be willing to look at their time. Where are they spending time that isn't leading them to success in the areas of life that matter to them? So while they have to fit your core values, you have to be clear on expectations, you, know, you have to be willing to serve them they have to be willing to show up and be honest with themselves about where they're spending their time and be willing to do what most real estate agents won't do. That's to time block and do the hardest activities you know, in their day. If you've ever read the book by Brian Tracy, Eat That Frog, they say in the book that if you have a frog to eat, the best time to eat it is first part of the day, so it's not hanging over your head all day. And if you have two frogs to eat, eat the uglier, more nasty one first. And in real estate, that's new business development and lead follow-up. And so you have to be willing to make sure that there's structure and there's a cadence around those activities happening you know, in the business the first part of the day. And we time block in our business according to that reality. You know, Going back to AJ and Crystal Johnson, the disconnect was that they wanted to be friends Specifically, I have to support Crystal here. Specifically, AJ wanted to be friends and bring his buddies into his business and not hold them accountable. Spend the money to generate leads, but not, them hold, not hold them accountable to the activities required to turn that investment into a multiple return for the owner. And so it was really just being able to look at the situation honestly and like, hey, these guys don't fit our core values. I wasn't clear with you guys about the expectations. You know, I'm not really wanting to serve you because we're not on the same page. And so I'm failing there and I'm not holding you accountable to a schedule and you're not gonna be honest with your time. So this isn't gonna work out. You know, so we cut ties and then going forward, they were willing to be clear on uh, core values. They were willing to be clear on expectations. They were willing to say exactly what had to happen. And they were willing to lay down, you know, and be super humble with their team and serve their team. The result was to go from 26 million, blow up the team, down to one administrator. That next year, they did 28 million. So you can say that, hey, they really didn't grow. They got rid of their whole team. They did, three years later, they did 60 million. A year or two later, they did 90 million. And so they were willing to, you know, take a risk and get rid of what they had built because it didn't fit those four things. And they had failed in some ways, just like I did in the early days, so that they could build something better for the future. Now their business is like 80% referral based. You know, they have folks on their team that are doing the right things at the right times. You know, Crystal and AJ want to serve these team members. They want them to achieve their time 
you know, time and money goals, right? They want them to be less stressed. So this time, money, stress equation is one they bring into their business and they help their team members live a life that they never thought was possible. So again, this journey of business ownership, it's, it's not a snap your fingers and it's just gonna happen. It takes intention, right? And it takes attention to make sure you're doing the right things at the right time. So if you're at the point in your business growth journey where you just know there's a better way and maybe these videos inspire you, maybe you're, you have a small team or you're a top agent and you wanna make this next step into business ownership, I wrote a whole book for you. You can grab a copy of the book at scaleordiebook.com or click the link below. And please like the video, subscribe to the channel, turn your notifications on so you'll be notified right when we launch a new video. And please comment so we can have a dialogue and challenge each other to live a bigger and better life. Much love and respect. We'll see you on the next video.